What up guys, this is Brian Evans and I want to introduce you guys to something new that I'm doing. I got my new texting community for all you guys who have questions or want to discuss something that has to do with film. I just want to shout out and find out more about what kind of special offers we have going right now at Actors Revolution. My number is 646-328-6945. That's 646-328-6945. Hit me up with a quick text and ask me any questions you want to ask. I'll be sending out my favorite quotes, different offers that we have, uh, things that'll help you along in your journey to create your own material. We're here to help you guys and I want to be able to give you that easy access to me. Again, the number is 646-328-6945. Hit me up when you can. Send me a message. I'll send you a message back just so that you know that I got it. You can add me to your list. I'll add you to my list and we'll be in communication, guys. So hit me up when you can. Text me 646-328-6945 and I'll talk to you soon. What's up, everybody? My name is Brian Evans. You're listening to the Actors Revolution podcast. We bring you the information to blow up as an actor by creating your own material. On today's show, we're going to be talking about how you can become the CEO of you. I'll explain on the inside. As actors, the idea the idea is to take back control. We don't have to be at the behest of the industry anymore. It's something that if every actor switched their mindset and decided to become entrepreneurial with their specific skills as actors, they would have so much more power. That is what Actors Revolution is about. What's going on, everybody? Actors Revolution Podcast. I'm glad you guys have joined me today. And I want to talk to you guys about something that seems to scare a lot of actors off from creating their own material. They think that they have to do everything. And guys, I'm going to tell you something right now. You do not have to do everything. And I think it's very easy to understand how if you do feel like when you're creating that you have to be worried about every single aspect of the production, you are going to be overwhelmed, especially if you want to focus on your acting, which obviously most actors do. A lot of the actors that we're talking to that are in the beginning stages of kind of exploring this idea, they are not filmmakers. They don't necessarily want to be filmmakers right now. They want to focus on the craft of acting. They want to be good at it. They want to have the opportunities that might be afforded to them if they were creating material that was their own, but they don't want to be distracted by the many, many things that are involved in creating a production. And I totally get that and understand that. This is something that you have to, if you can look at it from the perspective, you're the person that sits above everything, not above other people, but above the production and has a vision for what you want the production to be or result in when it's done. That's going to create the atmosphere that's necessary for you to do the things that you need to do without getting mired in the minutia of the day-to-day activities necessary to get the production done. So let's start off on the list of things that I think are going to be helpful for you to kind of look at your situation that way and actually implement this style when you're creating projects for yourself so that you can do what you need to do as an actor and still get a project that highlights the very gifts and specific unique skills that you have as an actor so everybody gets what they want. Specifically, you get what you need uh, to give the best performance possible. Okay, so number one, you are a project manager, not a grunt worker. Now, I use the term grunt worker. Uh, hopefully, nobody took offense to that. What I'm trying to say basically is there's a hierarchy when it comes to creating on a, any set. And you're going to have those people that are 
at the lowest levels of the of the hierarchy. Those are going to be the production assistants. They're going to be the newer people. They're going to be people that are helping move things around. They're going to be helping get supplies. They're going to be making runs for coffee. They're going to be doing all those things all the way up to the director and the producer on a set. Those people are usually at the highest level. The director's helping to create the look and the feel. He's, he's responsible for all the creative aspects of the film. And the producer is, is basically looking at the overall project and making sure that at the end of the day, we have exactly what we need to deliver to our audience. In the case of uh, most productions, it's they're getting it ready for distribution with a studio or, or some type of streaming service. And that's ultimately where it will be. But there's a lot of people in between. At the end of the day, what I'm trying to bring your focus to is the fact that in that scenario, you're the producer. I don't use the word producer very much on this podcast because I think that producer for most people is a confusing title. There are 15, 20, 17, you know, and I'm exaggerating different producers that are involved in film. You have line producers, you have executive producers. Each one of them has a different job description, but they all have producer at the end of their title. So I think it becomes confusing. But in this case, I'm going to go ahead and use it and say, as the producer of your project, you are not going to try to do everything, okay? You're going to delegate. And that means that you're going to have a team of people that are going to bring across what you need. This does not have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be 20 people, but you will be able to delegate some of these things so that your job will be to explain in detail what it is that you want. So you have to have a vision. You have to have the ability to look ahead and see what it is that you want at the end. What do you want this thing to look like? What do you think you want this project to feel like? And have examples for people to deliver what it is that you want. Because if you can explain this clearly, they're going to do the work and bring you back exactly what you need. So once you've made that explanation, it may be one or two questions, but if you're clear on what it is that you want and you've brought everybody in on that vision, then you're going to be able to then go focus on your performance, go break down that script, go uh, get the work done necessary for you to give your best performance. Okay. When I first started out, I wanted to start creating my own material and I, I didn't really know what direction I wanted to go. And so I couldn't really uh, deliver that vision to a crew. And I knew that. And so I took some time. I figured out what it was I wanted to do. I figured out how to write. And that was my choice to do that. You guys don't necessarily have to figure out how to write. If you guys take a listen to How to Start, which is my free mini course, but I'll leave the link in the show notes of this episode, it breaks down how you can put together what we call a log line, which is a one line sentence or explanation of what the film was actually about. You have a good log line. That is something you can share with a writer that might become your collaborator. You guys can talk about it for an hour or two, and you'll be able to explain to that writer what it is that you want, and that writer can go write it for you. But you should have an idea of what it is that you want so that you have the ability to direct that person to start on the process of creating that script that's going to ultimately be the blueprint to get you that result. Therefore, you have to know what kind of project that you'd like to star in. So what I did was I went and looked at a bunch of films that because I had an idea of what I wanted, but I didn't know how to articulate it in any real way. So I went and watched a bunch of films. For, the, for me, I wanted to make a romantic film that had to do with a wedding. And I said, well, what kind of films have the romantic vibe, the feeling? 
And that's a really important thing. You can have all the visual things that you like when you're putting together a film. You can have it look a certain way. You can have certain colors. And that's a lot of things that the the cinematographer might discuss with you. But you have to have an idea of what you want this thing to feel like. So what I did is I went and found several films that met the criteria for what I wanted my film to feel like. And when I say what I want it to feel like, I mean the audience watching the film what the end result is for them, what they feel when they watch it. In this case, the audience was me. So I knew the films that I wanted, romantic films for me, Woody Allen's uh, personal life aside, I really love Annie Hall. I really love Manhattan. Outside of his films, I love When Harry Met Sally. I love a film called Love Jones that is lesser known. But for me and my group of friends and people, that is a film that really captures something really specific and special from African-American culture in romantic films. Now, when I looked at those films, I was like, wow, this is exactly what I want. This is exactly what I want people to feel like when they watch my film. And so I kind of wrote down all the feelings that I had when I watched those films. I kind of looked at the elements about those films that I actually liked. I then shared those those things with other people when I was in the process of making my film. Now, I did take those things in and decide to write for myself, but that is not something you have to do. You would just have to share those thoughts from the films that you like with one more person, and that person would be the person that you are writing with or who's writing this thing for you, okay? So you need to spend a little bit of time, figure out exactly what you want your film to feel like, because that's going to be the entry point to everything. And then if you don't know how to articulate that in a real way, I suggest that you spend some time watching films that make you feel that way. Write down the things that you like about those films as you watch them. Share those film choices with the person who's going to write with you or for you. And then you guys can come to a consensus on what needs to happen in order for the film to... That you're creating, whether it be a short film, a web series, or a feature, what needs to happen in that film script in order for you to get those feelings out onto this, to the screen. So that's the, the way that I did it, and I think it's going to be something helpful. I want you to make sure that you're finding ways to make this a great experience for everyone who's involved. And when I got started, there were a lot of people who said, hey, you know, I'll do this for free because I had started the process. Um, I had a script at this point, and now people were able to read the script and thought it was a good script. Some For some people, that's going to be enough. They're trying to get their career started. They're in the early stages. They may be a brand new director. They may be a brand new writer. They might be a brand new person in the game, and they're just trying to get their feet wet as a production assistant or whatever the case may be. And they want to be involved in a project that's ultimately going to be good. If they feel that your script is good, they think, wow, that's, that's great. This is a blueprint for what the project's going to be, and they'll take a chance and work with you at low or no cost with the intention of using this project as a step to the next phase of their career. So this is important to talk to them about, though, so that you can understand what it is that they are getting out of it for themselves. Anyone who raises their hand and says, I'll do this for free, because some people will do that, or you may talk to someone and ask them to do that. But if they're doing it for free, you need to be super clear about what it is that they're getting out of the project in terms of value for themselves. And because sometimes that will bite you in the butt later because they 
may think that they're going to get something from the project that doesn't actually materialize, and then they may get mad. I've had that happen in the past. There was a guy who I really liked who actually was, um, I did some music back in the day uh, and still produced some, and there was an engineer that we worked with all the time. He had a great apartment downtown, and I was like, hey, can you do me a favor and lend us your apartment for this shoot? And he said, "Uh, yeah, sure, I can do that. And so we went down there. He did a lot of cleaning up for us. And, you know, he made made it available for us to use at no cost. We spent three days there. And, you know, I was new in the game. I was super excited about what I was doing and creating as a a filmmaker and as an actor. But, you know, I didn't take into consideration the fact that he not only uh, lived there, but he had a girlfriend who actually lived there with him. And it was a huge inconvenience for us to be there for three days, right? Now, I was excited. I'm like, oh, everybody wants to be a part of my film. That's awesome. But in reality, it was a super inconvenience for them. They did it. And I was friendly with him. But we weren't best friends. And I found out later on what he was hoping for is he wanted to put a song into my film. Somewhere in the film, he had a song that he had produced with him and his friend, and he wanted to put that somewhere in the film. Now, to be honest with you guys, the song that he had produced with him and his friend did not fit at all into the story that I was telling in terms of style, in terms of feeling. And it would have thrown things off to have that song be part of the film. I didn't know in his mind that that was a condition of using his apartment. In his mind, it was. And so when I didn't choose to put the song in the film. We had the discussion. I told him that I didn't think it was a good move. He got really mad at me. And we're not friends anymore because of that. And I was like, oh, that's too bad. But he never made that clear to me. And I was so new uh, and a little bit naive about the fact that everybody wants something. You know what I'm saying? And that doesn't make those that person a bad person. everybody wants to get some value out of the experience of working with you. Some of them is just the experience itself so they can put it on their resume and do the next project as, you know, a uh, set designer or a director or some other position that's in filmmaking. But if that's not the case, they want something. So figure out what it is that they want and make sure that you're on board with it so it doesn't cause problems with people that you care about later on. I consider this guy a friend. We're not friends anymore. Anymore. And, you know, it's too bad. It's unfortunate. But, you know, if he had articulated to me that, look, it's a condition that if you guys use my apartment, then you have to put the song that we have in your movie, then I would have listened to the song first. I would have made a decision on whether or not that was a cool move. And if it wasn't, I would have told him up front and he could have made a decision at that point as to what he wanted to do. That these things need to be clear. And I got to be honest, guys, especially if it's someone who's your friend, you it can be an uncomfortable conversation. And sometimes people prefer to avoid it. And I'm talking about you in this case, the actor that the creator may choose to avoid it because like, oh, he already said yes. But that thing can come back to bite you. You might uh, damage relationships. Nobody wants that. It's better to, to talk early on, get super clear about what the agreement is, and then move forward. I think that's really true with almost any situation and any relationship that you care about. Let's be super clear and have good communication with the people who are doing anything for you so that, that you can make sure that they get what they need out of the situation as well, okay? That's super, super important. So we're going to move on to number two. Now, the second thing I want you guys to focus on on today's list is I want want you to make sure that you communicate 
your vision clearly to all those creative partners that are going to be helping you to make your project. You're the idea person in terms of what it is that you want to happen with this project. You want to be able to articulate this very clearly to everybody. By the time that we're adults, guys, we have all seen thousands of movies and television shows. So when you're talking to the people that you are dealing with, you can use references that are going to make it clearer, uh, much in the way that we talked about in number one. It's even possible to use music pieces or uh, pieces of art even. Anything that's made you feel a certain way, you're going to want to make sure that you really are clear specifically with the director of your film, if it's not going to be you, and you want to be able to make sure that those creative people, director, writer, anyone that's helping you along that line has a clear idea of what you want. And if you can bring that across, they're going to help out in conveying that to the rest of their team. The director will uh, deliver that information to if you guys have a gaffer. So he's going to help out with the lighting and make sure that those lights end up where they need to to give you the atmosphere that you want. They may even be able to, to have specific situations going on with the sound recording that it provides you with a certain feel at the time that you guys go and mix sound, that's something that he can convey to that person as well. You don't have to do all of those things. Your job specifically is to articulate your vision to people. So I want you to just make sure that you're doing everything that you can to communicate clearly with everyone. That's all you got to do. Just definitely feel that you've been clear with everyone. And once you've been able to communicate that information, those people can go do what they need to do. I did too much in the beginning. I did. I was trying to do everything and not because I was on some ego trip, but just because I knew people weren't getting paid that much. I knew that this was something that was a lot of work. Uh, I was there first thing in the morning. I was the last person to leave at night. I was moving boxes. I was helping with equipment. I was doing a lot of things. And plus I was, you know, I had the one of the largest roles uh, in the film. So I needed to work on on that. I, I had, you know, I was producing it at the same time. So I'm on the phone with different vendors and all kinds of other things, trying to get as much help as I could, but I did a lot. And it's not to say that you can't help in all those areas because people do appreciate it if you're in there making sure uh, that everybody's taken care of. That's part of producing. However, you might want to get someone else to be that person to do that. It could be a friend. It could be someone else that can deliver those things for you when you're on set so that you can have the time necessary to actually work on the acting. I, I don't want you guys to lose that. That has to be your priority because it's the entire reason why you're doing this. You want to have a good acting performance. And if you're not getting that, then everything else, there's no real point in doing it. So make sure that your communication is clear, uh, that maybe you want to even delegate the duties of conveying everything to another person, but you have to be clear on them first, communicate them to either the crew or to the one person that you are asking to deliver those communications to other people. And then you can go do what you need to do to get your work done as an actor. Make sure that your priority is the acting but do make sure that you've done everything that you need to do to make those communications very, very clear, okay? Number three, I want you to ask yourself, 
how this project will highlight your strengths as an actor. I'll say it one more time. Make sure to ask yourself how this project will highlight your strengths as an actor. There is no point in doing this if you are not going to show the best version of yourself as an actor. The project should come from that place. Reverse engineer it from there. When I was doing a short film, I had a short film project that I put together because we had interest in an actor who was kind of a big deal, had won some awards and been nominated for an Oscar. And that person asked me, hey, I want to see that you're able to do this job. So can you send over some of your work so I can show my people and see for myself what you're able to do as an actor and as a director? And I understood what they wanted. It made sense. And so I went out and I was creating a piece of work specifically for him to show him I was able to do uh, what I needed to do. And so I chose a piece of work that, you know, really highlighted what I was great at and played down what I wasn't so great at. That's the game. But that only works if you know what you're good at. And so you need to spend some time making sure, and I've said this over and over again, but I'll say it again, you have to make sure that you know what you're great at. You have to make sure that you know uh, what it is that really affects people uh, from your, your bag of tricks as an actor. And I'm using bag of tricks facetiously. Whatever your specific skills are that you're good at and solid at and everybody knows that you're great at, then those are the things that need to be on screen. Don't experiment in this particular moment uh, once you're putting things on screen and spending money. If you want to experiment trying to figure out what you're good at, then do that on an iPhone with your friends because that's free. Okay. The moment you start to spend money, and I don't care if it's only five hundred to a thousand dollars. The moment you start to spend money, it should be with the intention of showing what you're your best at on screen, and you should show it as many times as you can. So to wrap this up, remember your position and know what it is. You're the CEO. You're delegating everything that's not acting to somebody else. You don't need to be involved in the day-to-day lower-level activities when it comes to the production. You're going to make sure that you have a clear vision that you communicate to everybody that needs to hear it, especially those who are involved in the creative aspects of making your project, and make sure that whatever it is that you're creating really does highlight the very best aspects of your skills as an actor. Keep that in mind, guys. You'll have a much better time making your project, and you'll get a much better project out of it at the end because you've had that vision, you've communicated it to people, and at the end of the day, you'll be happy uh, with what comes out of it. Thank you so much for listening to the Actors Revolution podcast. I'm Brian Evans. Uh, I hope you guys get something out of this and take this into your next project. In the meantime, this episode of Actors Revolution podcast, be the CEO of you, is a wrap. For you guys out there who really want to start creating your own material, but you haven't got a clue where to begin. Well, we got something for you guys. It's a mini course I put together called How to Start. It gets to the heart of what it is you need to do. If you don't even have an idea yet, this course is going to help you to take the first few steps to get to a project uh, that you can create that's going to be specific to you. That's going to show your unique skills as an actor off to the world. Attract those agents, managers, uh, an audience for you. It really can do that for you. you guys follow the steps so you're going to go to actorsrevolution.net forward slash start that's actorsrevolution.net forward slash start you'll have all the information right there you can jump right in the course 
absolutely free, guys. Free mini course for you guys to get yourself started in creating your own material. Go to actorsrevolution.net forward slash start. Actorsrevolution.net forward slash start. We'll see you on the inside.